Today's episode is about what is possible and also how to change our beliefs. So one of the things that I've noticed about myself and also others is that we tend to focus on what could go wrong. And we do have a natural human inclination or bias to look for the negative. And that's actually down to our ancient wiring, which really serves us or served us in very practical ways a long, long time ago. But as the world has changed, most things are actually not a genuine threat to our survival. But nonetheless, we still have that wiring. And so we tend to be very uncomfortable with uncertainty and the unfamiliar. And we tend to look for the negative and the things that could go wrong in terms of our perception, because there really isn't sort of right, wrong, good, bad. It's it's our perception, it's the story and the meaning that we have about these things. And I covered that in my last couple of episodes. And so I propose that whenever we see that in our mind, there is some kind of potential problem or a worst case scenario or something not being possible or not working out, that we actually flip it around to what might be possible. So rather than potential problems like this might not work, this might not happen, people might not buy my program, people might not want what I'm offering, people might think I'm stupid, whatever it might be, that's actually just an imagined future outcome. So often I'll be having a conversation with somebody and they'll say, I don't think I can make this work or I can't see this working or this person might not be happy if I do X, Y, and Z. And these are all things that we imagine could happen that we deem to be negative in some way. So yes, this could be a potential scenario, but the alternative is what if it works out amazingly. What if you do manage to create what you want? What if it's possible to do it? What are the great things that are possible? What is the dream scenario that could happen? What if you actually were able to create what you want? That might be doing work that you love, serving people, making a difference, earning money, being able to do all the things that you want to do, love the process of running your business. If that's the kind of future, just as an example, that you want, what if that's possible? And what evidence do we have that it's actually not possible? Both the positive and the negative, which again are subjective, but I'll use those terms. Both positive and negative um, future outcomes are simply imagined future potentials and either could happen. And what determines what actually happens is very much down to our sort of inner landscape, which is really our mindset and our emotional state 
and also the choices and actions that we take or don't take. And we are largely in control of this. You know, we create through our inner landscape and the resulting actions that we take. And so most of us are worried about an imagined negative potential future that hasn't actually happened yet, when we could get excited about an imagined positive future potential that hasn't happened yet. And it's important to be very mindful of what we are imagining and what we are focusing on, because if we keep imagining that things aren't going to work out, that's going to determine our energy, our emotions, how we show up, what we do and what we don't do. And that's the irony of it. So if someone is afraid of doing something differently and worried that they won't be able to get the outcome that they'd like, if that's the mindset, then that means they aren't taking action because they're worried about the things that could go wrong and then they stay stuck and we just kind of stay stuck in this loop. So it's really the belief that we can't do something or something won't work out, or we can't create what we want, that is what actually limits us. And I think it was, I think this is attributed to Henry Ford, something along the lines of whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. So beliefs tend to be based on a couple of things. The first is our past lived experiences. And the other is what we have heard other people say that we've actually then taken as truth. And I think that both have relevance. So we can learn from our past experiences, of course. And also we can learn from what other people say, but we have to approach it from a sort of critical thinking standpoint, as opposed to just blindly believing what somebody says and taking it as truth and also be selective about who we're listening to. But what's important to remember is that the past does not determine the future. So just to give you an example of a conversation that I had a few weeks ago with somebody, she said that she, well, I, I first asked her, do you actually believe that you can create a successful business. So she wanted to create a business, leave her corporate job and work for herself. And from what I know of her and what she's wanting to do, I look at the situation and I think absolutely you can, it's totally possible. But I sensed that she didn't believe she could do it. So I asked, do you believe that you can create this business that you want to create and she said I'm not sure that I can so I asked well why do you think that and she said because I've tried and it didn't work out so the truth of the matter here is that the way you did things this is what I was saying the way that you did things in the past didn't get you the results that you wanted okay, that's fine, that's reality. So how do you know that you won't be able to create what you want in the future? What if it's possible? And if you actually kept at it, 
and you tried different approaches, you actually could create something different. So that's a different perspective because just because something didn't work out in the past has absolutely no bearing on whether it will work out in the future. And we're always, we're always kind of fighting our past. Like it's like we haven't been able to digest or accept something and then it almost gets superimposed and projected onto this future where we're worried that it's going to be perpetuated and the same thing is going to happen. And the brain, you know, this, the brain does this, it kind of functions like a prediction and protection mechanism. And we're using our history to predict something. And then we're sort of projecting it onto the future. And so we think of the past, we have the same emotional response, and then we put it onto this imagined future event that hasn't even happened yet. And we just have this kind of sense of continual worry or perceived threats, perceived things not happening, things going wrong. And it's actually really exhausting. I know I used to be stuck in this cycle for a long time. But when you start to look at it through different eyes and different perspectives and different beliefs, you actually see things very, very differently. The question then is, well, how can we actually change this belief? Well, I'd like to share with you five things that I do and have done in the past, which have been helpful for me. So the first thing which I've mentioned before is flip it. So we can write down all the things that we're worried about might not happen, the things that go wrong, all of the sort of negative stuff and the concerns and the worries. And we just write them all down. And then we write down the opposite. So we just flip it. What are all the things that could go right? What could happen? What is possible? Neither is more likely than the other. It's very much dependent on our actions. So just having this, these two different perspectives and, and flip it round. The second thing we can do is create a vision around the possibilities, around what we want, around this imagined future that is compelling to us. And the third thing is that we can actually look for past evidence in our own life that we can actually learn new things, get competent at a new thing, overcome certain challenges, create something new. So you can ask yourself, has there ever been a situation from the past where you did any of these things? And it's likely that there is. So then the question is, well, why wouldn't you be able to do this again? If we think about, say, learn, you know, getting competent at something new. Did you get competent at something in the past that you weren't born competent at? Well, I'm sure the answer for pretty much everybody is going to be yes. So what we're doing is we're gathering a list of evidence from the past that we have actually done these things. We've overcome challenges, we've created things, we've learnt new skills, we've done things we didn't 
know how to do before. And so we're actually gathering evidence and shifting our focus onto what we have been able to do. And that then helps us to see that actually we are pretty capable. And also we can think about whether there were times in the past where things didn't really work out as we wanted them to. But now we look back, we can actually see that at the very worst, we survived it and we're still here, we're still alive. And at best, it was actually a very beneficial thing. If I think about seven years ago, when I lost everything, yes, everything, no stuff, no money, no income and homeless. And it was my absolute rock bottom. It was completely horrific at the time. However, it was a real turning point in my life, put me on a completely different trajectory that I am now genuinely grateful for. So it's this hindsight, you know, looking, being able to look back and say, well, at the time I thought these things were terrible and actually it worked out for the best. So even when things don't work out, we can learn from them, they can serve us, they can actually turn out to be the best thing that ever happened to us. And there's a quote by Marie Forleo, and she says, everything is figure outable. And if it's not figure outable, then it's just a fact of life. So everything pretty much can be figured out. The fourth thing is we can look at others who have created what we want to create or who are living the way we would like to live. So it could be they've created the sort of business you want, the sort of relationship you want. Maybe they have a mental and emotional way of being that is what you want. Whatever it might be, you can look at others who have actually accomplish the things that you want to accomplish or they're living the kind of life that you want to live or they're just being the way that you would like to to be and by looking at them and seeing oh well they did it it shows you that it is possible and the only real sort of difference or the, the primary difference is that they did the right things they actually created their situation by doing certain things. So it isn't that you can't do it. Maybe you're just not doing the most appropriate things. Maybe the things you're doing just aren't very effective. So you just need to keep working at it and do some different things. Number five is taking persistent action. If we believe that we can't do something, we can do all the other four things that I've mentioned, and that really will help you. But then having the courage to just take action. And the more progress that you make, the more you will actually genuinely believe it's possible. And well, you'll actually know, so knowing is even deeper, you'll know it's possible because you're actually making progress doing it and that's why action is so important because it's the progress that shows us oh I'm doing it I can actually do it and I'm moving toward what I actually want to create I'm in the process of creating and you know beliefs really are 
as I said in the previous episode, I, I see beliefs a bit more like um, they're just thoughts, they're assumptions. You don't have proof that you can't do something in the future because the future hasn't happened yet. So it's sort of a, like an assumption, it's just a thought, it's a worry. Um, but as you actually start to create and you're in the process and you're making progress, you are proving to yourself that actually this is possible. You become more, um, you, your, your knowing becomes deeper that actually I can do this. And I just want to end by saying that, yes, we are largely in control. However, not totally. We can only control our inner landscape and our actions. And that is all we can control. And we need to be okay with that. Other things might happen, things, you know, involving other people. We can't control other people. We can't control the external environment. And so we can claim control over the things that we can control and focus on those things, but also just know that whatever happens, you will be fine and you'll be able to navigate it. And if we don't try and we allow our fears and our worries and our reservations about what might be possible, if we allow that to stop us trying, then we're never going to create what we want. And that's the sad irony. You can build competency. You can build skills. You can overcome challenges. You can create new things. You can create money. You can, you can, you can. Sometimes you just need to try things out. You need to do things differently, you need to learn, adapt, pivot. That's actually the journey, particularly in entrepreneurship. That is the path, that is the journey. And the more things that we actually do, and the more evidence that we gather that we're making progress, the easier it actually gets. So I hope that that's been helpful for you. I do share some additional things on my mailing list. So if you do want to join that, you can just email me hello at laurajanebolton.com and I'll pop you on the list. And I will be back with another episode very soon. <laughs>